Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We are continuing the book of Jeremiah by reading chapters 14 through 17. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord explaining why he was holding back the rain. Judah wilts commerce at the city gates grinds at a halt. All the people sit on the ground in mourning and a great cry rises from Jerusalem. The nobles send servants to get water, but all the wells are dry. The servants return with empty pitchers, confused and desperate, covering their heads in grief. The ground is parched and cracked for lack of rain. The farmers are deeply troubled. They, too, cover their heads. Even the doe abandons her newborn fawn because there is no grass in the field. The wild donkeys stand on the bare hills, panting like thirsty jackals. They strain their eyes looking for grass, but there is none to be found. The people say, Our wickedness is caught up with us, Lord. But help us for the sake of your own reputation. We have turned away from you and sinned against you again and again. O hope of Israel, our Savior in times of trouble, why are you like a stranger to us? Why are you like a traveler passing through the land, stopping only for the night? Are you also confused? Is our champion helpless to save us? You are right here among us, Lord. We are known as your people. Please don't abandon us now. So this is what the Lord says to his people. You love to wander far from me. Do not restrain yourselves. Therefore, I will no longer accept you as my people. Now... I will remember all of your wickedness and will punish you for your sins. Then the Lord said to me, Do not pray for these people anymore. When they fast, I will pay no attention. When they present their burnt offerings and grain offerings to me, I will not accept them. Instead, I will devour them with war, famine, and disease. Then I said, O sovereign Lord, their prophets are telling them all is well. No war or famine will come. The Lord will surely send you peace. Then the Lord said, These prophets are telling lies in my name. I did not send them or tell them to speak. I did not give them these any messages. They prophesy of visions and revelations they have never seen or heard. They speak foolishness made up in their own lying hearts. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I will punish these lying prophets, for they have spoken in my name even though I never sent them. They say that no war, that no war or famine will come, but they themselves will die by war and famine. As for the people to whom they prophesy, their bodies will be thrown out into the streets of Jerusalem, victims of famine and war. There will be no one left to bury them. Husbands, wives, sons and daughters, all will be gone. For I 
will pour out their own wickedness on them. Now, Jeremiah, say this to them. Night and day, my eyes overflow with tears. I cannot stop weeping, for my virgin daughter, my precious people, has been struck down and lies mortally wounded. If I go out into the fields, I see the bodies of people slaughtered by the enemy. If I walk the city streets, I see people who have died of starvation. The prophets and priests continue with their work, but they don't know what they're doing. Lord, have you completely rejected Judah? Do you really hate Jerusalem? Why have you wounded us past all hope of healing? We hoped for peace, but no peace came. We hoped for a time of healing, but found only terror. Lord, we confess our wickedness and that of our ancestors too. We all have sinned against you. For the sake of your reputation, Lord, do not abandon us. Do not disgrace your own glorious throne. Please remember us and do not break your covenant with us. Can any of the worthless foreign gods send us rain? Does it fall from the sky by itself? No, you are the one, O Lord our God. Only you can do such things. So we will wait for you to help us. Then the Lord said to me, Even if Moses and Samuel stood before me pleading for these people, I wouldn't help them. Away with them. Get them out of my sight. And if they say, But where can we go? Tell them, This is what the Lord says. Those who are destined to death, to death. Those who are destined for war, for war. Those who are destined for famine, to famine. Those who are destined for captivity, to captivity. I will send four kinds of destroyers against them, says the Lord. I will send the sword to kill, the dogs to drag away, the vultures to devour, and the wild animals to finish what is left. Because of the wicked things Manasseh, son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, did in Jerusalem, I will make my people an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Who will feel sorry for you, Jerusalem? Who will weep for you? Who will even bother to ask how you are? You have abandoned me and turned your back on me, says the Lord. Therefore, I will raise my fist to destroy you. I am tired of always giving you another chance. I will winnow you like grain grain at the gates of your cities and take away the children you hold dear. I will destroy my own people because they refuse to change their evil ways. There will be more widows than the grains of sand on the seashore. At noontime, I will bring a a destroyer against the mothers of young men. I will cause anguish and terror to come upon them suddenly. The mother of seven grows faint and gasps for breath. Her son has gone down while it is still day. She sits childless now, disgraced and humiliated. And I will hand over those who are left to be killed by the enemy. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then I said, 
What sorrow is mine, my mother? Oh, that I had died at birth. I am hated everywhere I go. I am neither a lender who threatens to foreclose or a borrower who refuses to pay. Yet they all curse me. The Lord replied, I will take care of you, Jeremiah. Your enemies will ask you to plead on their behalf in times of trouble and distress. Can a man break a bar of iron from the north or a bar of bronze? At no cost to them, I will hand over your wealth and treasures as plunder to your enemies. For sin runs rampant in your land. I will tell your enemies to take you as captives to a foreign land, for my anger blazes like a fire that burn that will burn forever. Then I said, Lord, you know what's happening to me. Please step in and help me. Punish my persecutors. Please give me time. Don't let me die young. It's for your sake that I am suffering. When I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, O Lord God of heaven's armies. I never joined the people in their merry feasts. I sat alone because your hand was on me. I was filled with indignation at their sins. Why then does my suffering continue? Why is my wound so incurable? Your help seems so as uncertain as a seasonal brook, like a spring that has gone dry. This is how the Lord responds. If you return to me, I will restore you so that you continue to serve me. If you speak good words rather than worthless ones, you will be my spokesman. You must influence them. Do not let them influence you. They will fight against you like an attacking army. But I will make you as secure as a fortified wall of bronze. They will not conquer you. For I am with you to protect and rescue you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Yes, I will certainly keep you safe from these wicked men. I will rescue you from their cruel hands. Then the Lord gave me another message. He said, Do not get married or have children in this place, for this is what the Lord says about the children born here in this city and about their mothers and fathers. They will die from terrible diseases. No one will mourn for them or bury them, and they will lie scattered on the ground like manure. They will die from war and famine, and their bodies will be food for the vultures and the wild animals. This is what the Lord says. Do not go to funerals to mourn or show sympathy for these people, for I have removed my protection and peace from them. I have taken away my unfailing love and my mercy. Both the great and the lowly will die in this land. No one will bury them or mourn for them. Their friends will not cut them, will not cut themselves in sorrow or shave their heads in sadness. No one will offer a meal to comfort those who mourn for the dead, not even at the death of a mother or father. No one will send a cup of wine to console them. 
and do not go to their feasts and parties. Do not eat and drink with them at all. For this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. In your own lifetime, before your own very eyes, I will put an end to the happy singing and laughter in this land. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will no longer be heard. When you tell the people all these things, they will ask, Why has the Lord decreed such terrible things against us? What have we done to deserve such treatment? What is our sin against the Lord our God? Then you will give them the Lord's reply. It is because your ancestors were unfaithful to me. They worshipped other gods and served them. They abandoned me and did not obey my word. And you are even worse than your ancestors. You stubbornly follow your own evil desires and refuse to listen to me. So I will throw you out of this land and send you into a foreign land where you and your ancestors have never been. There you can worship idols day and night, and I will grant you no favors." But the time is coming, says the Lord, when people who are taking an oath will no longer say as surely as the Lord lives, who rescued the people of Israel from the land of Egypt. Instead, they will say as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the people of Israel back to their own land from the land of the north and from all the countries in which he had exiled them. For I will bring them back to this land that I gave their ancestors. But now I am sending for many fishermen who will catch them, says the Lord. I am sending for hunters who will hunt them down in the mountains, hills, and caves. I am watching them closely and see every sin they cannot hope to hide from me. I will double their punishment for all their sins because they have defiled my land with lifeless images of their detestable gods and have filled my territory with their evil deeds. Lord, you are my strength and fortress, my refuge in the day of trouble. Nations from all around the world will come to you and say, Our ancestors left us a foolish heritage, for for they worshipped worthless idols. Can people make their own gods? These are not real gods at all. The Lord says, Now I will show them my power. Now I will show them my might. At last they will know and understand that I am the Lord. The sin of Judah is inscribed with an iron chisel engraved with a diamond point on their stony hearts and on the corners of their altars. Even their children go to worship at their pagan altars in the Asherah poles. Beneath every green tree and on every high hill, so I will hand over my holy mountain, along with all your wealth and treasures and your pagan shrines as plunder to your enemies. For sin sin runs rampant in your land. The wonderful possession possession I have reserved for you will slip from your hands. I will tell your enemies to take you as captives to a foreign land, for my anger blazes like fire. 
that will burn forever. This is what the Lord says, Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert, with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve, like a partridge that hatches eggs that she has not laid. So are those who get their wealth by unjust means. At midlife they will lose their riches, in the end they will become poor old fools." We worship at your throne, eternal, high, and glorious. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who turn away from you will be disgraced. They will be buried in the dust of the earth, for they have abandoned the Lord, the fountain of living water. O Lord, if you heal me, I will be truly healed. If you save me, I will be truly saved. My praises are for you alone. People scoff at me and say, What is this message from the Lord you talk about? Why don't your predictions come true? Lord, I have not abandoned my job as shepherd of your people. I have not urged you to send disaster. You have heard everything I've said. Lord, don't terrorize me. You alone are my hope in the day of disaster. Bring shame and dismay on all who persecute me. But don't let me experience shame and dismay. Bring a day of terror on them. Yes, bring double destruction upon them. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and stand in the gates of Jerusalem, first in the gate where the king goes in and out, and then in each of the other gates. Say to all the people, listen to this message from the Lord, you kings of Judah and all you people of Judah and everyone living in Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. Listen to my warning. Stop carrying on your trade at Jerusalem's gates on the Sabbath day. Do not work, do, do not do your work on the Sabbath, but make it a holy day. I gave this command to your ancestors, but they did not obey or listen. They stubbornly refused to pay attention or accept my discipline. But if you obey me, says the Lord, and do not carry on your trade at the gates or work on the Sabbath day, and if you keep it holy, then kings and their officials will go in and out of these gates forever. There will always be a descendant of David sitting on the throne here in Jerusalem. Kings and 
and their officials will always ride in and out among the people of Judah in chariots and on horses, and this city will remain forever. And from all around Jerusalem, from the towns of Judah and Benjamin, from the western foothills and the hill country and the Negev, the people will come with their burnt offerings and sacrifices. They will bring their grain offerings, frankincense, and thanksgiving offerings to the Lord's temple. But if you don't, do not listen to me and refuse to keep the Sabbath day, and if on the Sabbath day you bring loads of merchandise through the gates of Jerusalem, just as on other days, then I will set fire to these gates. The fire will spread into the palaces, and no one will be able to put out the roaring flames. Once again, we see the many warnings that Jeremiah is given to tell the people from the Lord. But I love there near the end of our reading when, when we read this. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by the long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. The message is clear that we who trust in the Lord, we are blessed because we have planted our lives in the deep knowledge of Jesus Christ. That is our hope. We we can put our confidence in the Lord and we're not bothered by the things that are happening in the world and, and certainly in the world that we live in we see many things that do trouble us and do concern us. But what the message here in Jeremiah is that when we trust in the Lord completely, when we plant our lives in his word and in his ways, then the things that happen around us do not need to affect us. Certainly that's easier said than done when we are watching the news and we're seeing the the news feeds on social media and we see all that is wrong around us. It is difficult to keep our minds from going down into despair. And yet we can be blessed when we trust in the Lord. We can be blessed to know that no matter what happens around us, that when we trust in the Lord, our roots are firmly growing in Him. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.